It's all about the boom. Adam Cole, baby. It's all about the boom. Yeah. Old days, old pain. I think my life is like propane. I like to I pull my car and fill it with gasoline. <laughs> That's not That's how that song exactly- goes. That's definitely how that was written and is played on TV every day. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. I've been, I've been fucking, I've been rocking out to that all, all like for the last two weeks. Like, uh, like even in my car, like just screaming like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> actually, I was originally going to play a sit and go, uh, look in my eyes and what do you see? It's a cult. A personality. <laughs> I, I know your anger, and I know your dreams, and I've been everything you want me to be. Like Mussolini, Kennedy, I'm a cult. A personality. Here's the best part. With neon lights and a Nobel Prize. Then a mirror speaks. And, oh, I fucked it up. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) Brava. Brava. Um, I think the next, the next evolution of music in wrestling is going to be the campfire version of the single, of the theme. And I think Chris Decker is just the man to make this happen. Uh, what would be a good campfire version of a wrestling theme? Like, um, like, um, the Edge's theme? Like, on this day. Yes, yes, campfire version of Metalingus. That's great. (laughs) Do the campfire version of the old Aleister Black theme. Oh, (laughs) what was the, you used to text me the lyrics of it. I, I forget, but I thought of it like a month ago. I was like, oh my God, these were bad. But it's such a good, like, it was really good entrance music. Well, even that, now, like, that like had the, really the Malachi Black lyrics. theme is just like, fucking evil! But it's so like, <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I just like that the lights go out. And then he come back, and he's like, the, light, the lights hunting. go out, God. The lights I go out. hunting. Ha, 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 I get jokes. I don't even listen to that podcast when I know that reference. <laughs> so you are listening to the A Show on CKCC Radio. Matt and Chris hanging out with you on a Monday morning, joined this week by the Jingle Meister, the host of the critically acclaimed, <laughs> unlike uh, Pod Van Dam, which was just critically acknowledged. Yours is critically acclaimed. <laughs> uh, hit my music. David Kincannon is here. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. We are excited to have you. And if you haven't heard Hit My Music, you should oh, listen great. to it. And the most disappointing thing so far, because I've listened to the first two episodes, okay. is that Dan Champion did not properly put over just how much he loves the presidents of the United States of America. I 
Oh, I wish he had, because that would have been that would have been a lot of fun. Um, they will actually come up on a future episode. Okay, so that's, nice. that's unfortunate because they could have been like a through line at some point. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I am I am having a blast doing hit my music. Um, it has I've got the uh, people who follow me on Twitter uh, will know that I'm I'm like ahead of the game. I've got like the first ten episodes recorded. Um, oh, as well done. we record. The third episode just came out today with Travis Huckabee. It's It's been a ton of fun. I'm having a blast with it. And the reception that I've gotten has been tremendous. So thank you to everyone who's listened. Thank you, everyone. Thank you to everyone who has been those critics and who have acclaimed the podcast. I really appreciate it. <laughs> and thank you to all the people who have acknowledged it as well. <laughs> well, uh, yours I, is I the critically acclaimed one. Uh, right, right, but, yeah. As we mentioned when Ed was here, it was the, crit- it was the critically acknowledged show. I feel like acknowledging is is just as good though, in some ways. Just um, just let it. Just people knowing that it's there is helpful. I wanted to bring. I brought up to uh, the boar on uh, on the Twitter machine about I was upset that he, there was no mention of Kirk Franklin. Right. When he was, and and he was like, oh man, I forgot the I forgot that. I was like, oh, I was. It was like I tipped my tongue and like, and this is where he mentions Kurt Franklin, and he's like, and it was nothing, and I was like, right, damn. It's definitely, it's definitely one of those things where, um, when you're we talking, brought up the newsboys, I couldn't believe that. <laughs> oh no, you brought up the newsboys. I brought up the newsboys. Um, in in, in his defense, <laughs> um, when you're talking about music, I think what happens is you get so lost in a certain time and place that things will kind of come to you and it, at at the exclusion of other things. And so, like, I think there's a ton of data to be mined, like, even if I have people on for a second time, if we can find the right hook for it. But it's that's going to be that's going to be far in the future because I'm just getting started. So that's like me when I talk about 1999 music. I think about all the turn of the century or all the turn of, turn of the millennium music and as a new metal guy. But, you know, what? I always forget about Tal Bachman. And I was like, sure. oh, you know, he, he was a. He, uh, she was so high, high above he, me. He was, she and was he was so high, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and who was that band that was the the, the another high? So I was like, I'm going out for a while so I can get high. Would anybody remember that song? All right. No. I, I have what? no idea what you're talking about. You've never heard that I'm going out for a while so I can get high with my friends. Amen. You suck. Oh. <laughs> uh, that is a... That is by Feeder. Feeder. Uh, which I am not aware of. Like, that's a song, that's a band, um, that I am not familiar with. Apparently they are a British band. Oh. Huh. Well, I guess they got really high a lot. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that a new one. I'll have, to, I'll have to listen to that and check it out. It's definitely something like, oh, I saw this on an episode of Felicity or something. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm sure. So we did mention previous The Lights Go Out podcasts, and um, <laughs> we do have to acknowledge the winner of the feud of the summer. Do we? And that would be the man, Adam Van. Now, Chris. Yeah. I don't know if you heard this past Friday morning's At Odds with Wrestling, but Adam made it sound like he's going to start to be making some demands of us. Because we're being held hostage by Adam Van. And that's not a position that anyone should have to be in. I mean, he can pitch ideas. He has in the past. So let's, 
let's hear what he has to say. I, I heard a random noise. I thought you were about to play like some kind of like dirge, but I think it was just a stupid ad on my my Google Chrome. Well, so. as you know, Chris, I live on probably the busiest street in my town. Oh, was that it? Was that what that was? Yeah. And, you know, the traffic is not light on my street by any stretch of the imagination. So if you hear a noise, that's probably a car driving by my house. Yeah, that's probably what that was. So Adam does advance to the Tournament of Champions uh, with his 49% of the vote. Uh, He is currently, we have five qualifiers right now. And he is currently the fourth seed of the five because Boar had 95% of the vote in his episode. He's a popular guy. Ed from Pod Van Dam, critically acknowledged, had 62%. (laughs) My higher percentage from my, out of my two victories was 50%. Adam Van with 49% and then Irish Kev. Which seems like forever ago. It was like forever ago. It was it was months ago. Um, he kicked off the season with a forty four percent victory. So we have five. After this week, we may have six. And David has chosen to have us draft from twenty ten Ring of Honor. Yes. Uh I can already tell you, you're not getting book Jason and Lance Lude. <laughs> oh, that's that's a bummer. I was really hoping to have a big – my main event was going to be the set versus somebody. Uh, yeah. All right. So <laughs> Ring of Honor 2010, not to say that there were not great uh, guys there, but um, it doesn't like – you know, when you think of the, the 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 glory years of Ring of Honor, that does not exactly that that doesn't that doesn't rank uh, near the top. So, what is it about Ring of Honor? That's true. I just I I don't know. I think it was. I think it's partially that 2010 is the year that I got back into wrestling after a few years of not watching at all. Um, uh, Dave Dave was a shareholder in HDNet. That's what it was. <laughs> Yes, uh, big. I'm a I'm a big Mark Cuban fan. Um, <laughs> you, you went on Shark Tank and you're like, that's right. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna show to you uh, this 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 company. It's called Ring of Honor. That's right. Um, and, and then you had that announcer come in and just yell, "Slap the porpoise!" and walk exactly. out. Me and me and Mike Hogwood. We uh, that was we his name. There together. That's right. Um. I, I just it was so I think part of it is there's a there's a bit of nostalgia even just in eleven years because they were kind of the first indie wrestling that I got back into. So in two thousand ten I was surfing around um or I think it was late two thousand nine. I was surfing around, I hit SmackDown during the height of the um the straight edge society stuff. Ah. And that really drew me in. That drew kind of drew me back into wrestling. Um, and I kind of got full force into it in like January and February of 2010. And I remember like surfing around and finding HDNet and finding Ring of Honor. And I remembered like Ring of Honor being a thing 
from like the 2000, from like 2004 and 2005. Um, I didn't watch it very much because I don't think it was available where I lived in any way other than like buying DVDs, which I didn't do. Um, but I remembered it existing. And so I was like, oh, this should be interesting. And I remember like really getting hooked on some of the characters that were in Ring of Honor at the time. And well, just the, the, the I'm level of this action. list here. And Jamila Kraft's on here, Matt. Remember Jamila Kraft? I do, yeah. She had that mask. <laughs> that mask. She was a girl with a mask on. Yes. Yeah. And then she lost the mask and started wrestling as Jenny Rose. Oh, yeah. Um, for the record, Jason and his new tag partner, whose name escapes me, had a pretty good match with Blue and Gold at True Wrestling a couple okay. years ago. Really? Yeah. Huh. Because he's in the tag team of the Capital Vices. Okay. Ah, uh, okay, right. yes. I remember the Capital Vices. They were very good. Yes. Uh, they were regulars in True for a while, and they had, I think it was at one of the Fight for Miracles, the one with the, with the, with the tiny cage. And they had a match with Blue and Gold that was pretty good. Sorry, when you say tiny cage, how tiny are we talking? I will send you pictures. Okay. Uh, awesome. Can't wait. Um, it was a cage that my wife and daughter showed up for the show a little bit early, and they walked in, and Ashley, my wife, looked at the wall and said, where's the rest of the cage? And I said, <laughs> I said you're looking at it. And she goes, no, where, where's the rest of the cage? <laughs> Very good. So. 2010 Ring of Honor is the subject here tonight on the A-Show, and here's how it works. If you're a first-time listener, first and foremost, thank you. We are going to take turns drafting from the roster of 2010 Ring of Honor until we feel that we have all built a strong enough roster to build a card, or a big enough roster to build a card. Round seven is the Adam Van Special. It is the wild card round. You can pick anyone from 2010 that was active, whether it be in WWE or in TNA at that point, or I think that's it. <laughs> Big Papa Pete. Uh, you can pick people from the indies. Apparently, you can also pick yourself. Apparently. Um, <laughs> you can pick tag teams, you can pick six-man, eight-man, full stables, the entirety of fortune, whatever you want to do. But <laughs> you do have to use them all together if you draft them together. You can draft a champion with a belt that they held during the calendar year of 2010. If you do, that belt is on your show exclusively. Yes. Exclusively. <laughs> Then, when all the drafting is done, we go to the stepdad's rule, which is the two trades, up to two trades. You don't have to make trades, but you can. And then the Jason D'Agostino rule, which is the unrestricted free agents. Now, I did not take the time to type up a roster this time. What I did was I sent the full results of Ring of Honor from 2010. This, this almost makes it better because I'm looking at it I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do that, and then we'll take a break. You'll hear some ads for some other podcasts, some other things. 
come back and we will share our cards. Also, remembering, uh, thank you, Chris, from the last time we drafted, because last episode we did not. It is Chris's turn to draft first of the two of us. So the draft order, order will be David, Chris, and then myself. So without further ado, all right. Uh, I'm going to kick it off strong, and I'm going to take Kevin Steen. Fight Steen, fight with my number one pick. Very good. That sounds uh, that's a, that's a solid pick, except the fact that my first pick is the Kings of Wrestling. Uh, <laughs> and that, that was absolutely a defensive pick for Chris because he knew if he didn't do that, I was going to. Sure. No, uh, as you can tell by my. Uh, uh, my second pick, that would be my first pick if I, uh, was a, was a stupider man, but. <laughs> well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take with the Ring of Honor tag team titles, the super duper models, Mark and Jay Briscoe. Oh, yeah, that's good. Nice. I am going to take with my second pick, El Generico. I'm taking the human fucking tornado. <laughs> I saw Human Tornado, and I'm like, number one pick. <laughs> that guy fucking I, was great. That That is absolutely um, a hard left turn from the Kings of Wrestling. <laughs> so with my second pick, I am taking Eddie Kingston. Oh, that's actually a great pick. Yeah. Uh, my third pick is going to be Tyler, Bra- Tyler Black with the Ring of Honor world title. Oh. <laughs> oh. I wasn't going to pick him anyway. Um. <laughs> oh, man. This would be, this would be really, really great. Um. Uh, I see it right here. May 21st, uh, Ring of Honor HDNet TV tapings. I'm taking Adam Cole, baby! <laughs> That's perfect, because I played his music. I am going to take the Necro Butcher. Okay, uh, let's see. I am going to take the American Wolves. Shit. American Wolves! (laughs) American Wolves! (laughs) I am taking our main man, Shane Hagedorn. Oh, I... I like it. I'm taking Cheech and Cloudy. Uh, spoiler for everybody, Shane Hagedorn will be the ninth episode of Hit My Music. Nice. Very so cool. Let's look look for that sometime in December. <laughs> Which sounds so far away, but not far away at all. Um, let's see. So we're in round five. Uh, I am going to take Colt Cabana. All right. He was on my short list. I was definitely right. taking a look at him. Okay, let's take a gander here. Uh, my next pick is going to be, it's one of those things where I'm like, I really want this next pick. Oh, I really want this, um, this tag. I'm like, ah, they'll, they'll probably be around, you know, but you know what? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna do it. Uh, I'm gonna take the All Night Express. Which was literally my next pick. Oh. Remember, they were so great. You know, freaking Red Titus and that other guy. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. I was gonna no, say, uh, Kenny King, right? Pod Van, Dam- Pod Van Dam's favorite wrestler. Red Titus. 
<laughs> I actually was not aware. So I guess in this really case, won. I guess I will just have to take Jerry Lynn. <laughs> I'll have to take Jerry Darling. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Jerry.tv. <laughs> uh, hardcore name. Sixth pick, I am going to take Sarah Del Rey. Oh, good pick. Oh, man. See, you know what's crazy is that there's a lot of guys on this list that are super active today in uh, A-Dub. There are, and, there are. Uh, and so I'm like, oh, man, that'd be, that'd be cool to pick. Um, uh, should I take uh, – who, who's – who's, uh, what's, uh, what's his name on, uh, on NXT now? His name is like Andy Teacher or something. What? The, the teacher guy. He, he, was a, he was a bravado brother. Oh, Harlem oh. Bravado as, uh, what's his name? Um, yeah. What's oh, his, what's the, the Bobby name? Knight, the Bobby Knight gimmick. Oh, fuck, it is a Bobby Knight gimmick. You know what? That's fucking stupid. I'm taking Delirious. Who are you taking? Delirious. <laughs> <laughs> how do you, how do you go from Harlem Bravado to Delirious? I saw his name there. I said, oh, I guess I'm not picking Harlem Bravado then. It's not. Question is, how do you not? Right. True. So, with my next pick, I'm taking Homicide. God, I'm so stupid. (laughs) What a what a what a good pick. I had a spot. I had a spot for him on my card. Um, So that's that's a bummer. So Uh, that brings us to the wild card. The wild card round. I refuse to refer to it by any other name. Oh, the Adam Van special. Nope. Sorry. Not not as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I am going to take the Hart Dynasty with oh, the WWE Tag Team Championships, the Penny Belts. Mmm. So, I'm... David Hart, so, uh, what was uh, that? I guess it was David Hart Smith, Tyson yeah, Kidd, and Tyson Kidd, and Natalia Neidhart. And Natty, yeah. Okay. I, I'm taking The Undertaker. It'll be interesting to see how The Undertaker works in 2010 Ring of Honor. <laughs> um, He's going to bury the bravados. <laughs> Delirious instead. <laughs> Actually, I know exactly where he's going. Well, I'm taking Samoa Joe. Ooh, I like oh, that. good call. All right. Um, let's go with Cedric Alexander. Yeah, he was in Ring of Honor at the time. That's right. I am going to take Roddy Strong. Okay. That, that's a pretty good pick. Big, I'm a big Roddy fan. I'm going to take the Bravado Brothers. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take Serena Deeb. Okay. Uh, I am taking uh, – there's just so many people I can pick from here. <laughs> taking Steve Carino. And I'm taking Christopher Daniels. This is very much not like the other drafts where we're like, oh, man, it's round nine and all we have left are the dicks. <laughs> well, no, because now we're getting further and it's like, oh, oh we're seeing Sean Devari here. I mean. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to take Eric Stevens accompanied by Prince Nana. That's a good pick. 
Matt, I would like you to redirect you to the October 2nd, 2010 Ring of Honor TV taping at HDNet. Okay. Hold on. October Very 2nd. Specific. Yes. I'm there. I'm taking Jay Freddy. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm taking, I'm taking good old Joel. <laughs> this is prior to the knee injury. Yes. Um, when he was really on his way up. Yeah. Uh, interesting to do that while 2CW is happening as we speak. As a matter of fact, Jay Freddy, come on in! <laughs> He's been hiding out of the bathroom. That, that'd be really weird. <laughs> I am going to take my time and look through this <laughs> roster. <laughs> I'm going to take Pelly. Uh, I'm going to take the Young Bucks. That was actually legitimately almost my first pick. I was like, should I take the Bucks? I was thinking about it. You can have them. All yours. All right. Hold on. Gentlemen, I'm taking the world's greatest tag team. And I am taking, I want to make sure I uh, name him correctly as I scroll back to early in the year. Where is this guy's name? I'm taking Skull Crusher Rashi Brown. Who is that? <laughs> he's a Skull he, Crusher. I was gonna say he's not like like Tracy Williams, is he? <laughs> no, I don't okay. think so. <laughs> he is nothing like Tracy Williams. He was. I almost called. I almost said it. That's like Tracy Smothers, is it? <laughs> so from reading those results, he was at one point being scouted by the embassy. I don't know if he ever actually joined the embassy or not. I do remember seeing his name on there. For my 12th pick, I am going to take a young Orange Cassidy. Oh, where, where was he at here? Uh, I want to say like the January, where was it? Uh, the January 24th show. He lost to Andy Ridge. Mm. Which, whose nickname was Right Leg. <laughs> Yeah, but he did beat him with he did beat OC with a super kick. So I guess I presume it was a right legged super kick. <laughs> I, I wish he would have won with like a hard punch. <laughs> he, he used no he used no kicking offense whatsoever. Even though his my name, name is Andy Right Leg Ridge, and my my finisher is an elbow drop. Uh, I'm gonna take Kyle O'Reilly. That's a good one. I'm taking Grizzly Redwood. I like that. Definitely spelled O'Reilly wrong. And I could have just <laughs> copied and pasted. Uh, I am going to take... I'm going to take my announced team of Mike Hogwood and Dave Prezak. Slap the porpoises in effect. <laughs> I'm going to take my announced team as Jim Cornette and somebody that came for a specific day. I'm going to take... Uh, they, they said in it, they were, um, they were giving, they paying respect, uh, for this old, old man. I'm taking Jim Cornette and Dick the Destroyer Buyer. All right. Okay. Um, I suppose I will take an announced team as well. Okay. And it's going to be 
Truth Martini, and this now gets more difficult because a couple people I would have picked are taken. Andy Right Leg Ridge. <laughs> Me am. Um, you could put Eddie Kingston on commentary. I already have plans for Eddie Kingston. He is not going to be a commentator. You the fuck? I will take yeah, Truth Martini, and he is going to and Mike Seidel do the show by himself. Wow. <laughs> yeah, all that. I hope you're. I hope your show is not in Canada. Oh, it absolutely, it absolutely is now. <laughs> Hold on, we need to fi- we need to find. Uh, uh, I think this is a situation where we need to, we need to help out Truth Martini. How about he commentates with Mike Mondo? Mike Mondo, while a very nice guy who spent a, a good amount of time in my car one day. Um. <laughs> I'm not going to use him as a commentator. And you know what? About, what, I, what about Ernie Osiris? <laughs> I think I'm better off with Truth Martini by himself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see here. Oh, man. So this is funny specifically for me. I see him in a result here. It's going to be Truth Martini and Bill Apter. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. Okay, go ahead, Dave. <laughs> All right. Um, it's funny, it, Decker. You almost you almost ruined something for me. Uh, I'm going to take Mike Seidel. Okay. A uh, former lucha libre and laughs champion, Mike Seidel. Here in um, uh, my, my my local what I what I consider my local home promotion here in Denver, Colorado. Oh, nice. Can you say Colorado? Colorado. Who are the people that are like uh, who are who call it like Colorado? I uh, Midwesterners like and Texans who moved here. Oh, okay. I I shouldn't say that because I'm a Midwesterner who moved here. So that's. Do you know uh, Matt Rosie's accent now? Have you heard it yet? I have not. Okay, so she'll say things like so, <laughs> like so. Uh-oh. This is what we're gonna do, which which goes along with like Dad, look at the smoke from the the plane. You know, or I'm drawing a picture of a ghost. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, also, I see on here uh, another one of our main men there, Matt. Uh, look at Alex Anthony took on Cole Cabana in 2010. I see that. That's kind of cool. All right. I'm going to take Kenny Omega. That was going to be my next pick. Hey. <laughs> So instead, I'm going to scroll through the list. I'm going to see what I can do here. So far, not much. Please hold. <laughs> right. you pick, uh, who picked uh, Up in Smoke? I did. I was going to say, you picked Chichi Clatt, right? Yes, I did. I will take Leslie Butterscotch. <laughs> oh, who was that? I remember him. <laughs> Uh, wasn't that a that wasn't Jervis, was it? No, no we won't say who that was because we don't uh, want to because we don't want to be shoot trash. That's right. We gotta protect the kayfabe. That's right. Oh, I thought it was I thought it was somebody. That's somebody else. Now we can, we can tell you off air. Yes, I don't want to know off air. 
Well, okay, then we won't tell you off air. You're going to be like that. Good. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, I am going to take, uh, let's see, I'm going to take Corey Chavis and John Davis, the Dark City Fight Club. That was always a cool name for a tag team, but I would have, I have no desire to ever see them. <laughs> um, Hachacha. Okay, I, I'm very close to being done. I'm just like scanning one more time here. Um, I'm taking. <laughs> All right, uh, Matt, we can easily veto this. It says, uh, it says Steve Carino beat Colt Cabana by DQ after Cabana used a chair. After the match, Carino's son Colby distracted Cabana while Kevin Steen stuck up to attack Cabana until El Generico made the save. Can I draft Colby Carino? Colby is like 12 at that point. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got, I got an idea for him. Image had a match uh, with him at that time. Yeah, okay, so maybe he's uh, like, like 14. 14. 14. Yeah. He turned oh, and let's see. This took place in – if this is in Jersey – no, it's in Philly. So, um, uh, okay. So – I, by, by rules of the Pennsylvania State Athletic Commission, I'm drafting Colby Carino, but he will not be an in-ring participant. Because I also have Steve Carino. Okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I'm taking I'm the Super Smash by, Brothers. Uh, I am going to take the, the well-known tag team of Scorpio Sky and Scott Lost. <laughs> It's gonna make an awful joke. Be like, what is that like the main character in Lost? <laughs> that's the worst joke. It's terrible, but it made me laugh. So, points. Uh, I am gonna take one more person, then I'm gonna be done. I'm oh oh great. I'm gonna take P. Williams. Okay. I'm going to take the House of Truth. Uh, specifically. In this case, it is going to be crap. I just saw this. Hold on. I just realized he picked Michael Elgin, and he's like, "Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not." Um. So in this case, the House of Truth is Christian Abel and Josh Raymond. Uh, I'm gonna take Kenny King. You I thought he's in, cannot. I was gonna not, say oh. he's in on Express. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot. My bad. Rocky Romero, then. Chris, are you saying that you are done? Um, I I want one job, or so I'm going to pick uh, the Metal Master, aka Chad Collier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not calling the Metal Master because that sounds like something you get when you're like that sounds like an award you get in shop. <laughs> Maybe that's how you can book them. Yeah, good, good idea. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chad Collier. You may remember me from such 12 grade classes like Manufacturing Technologies with Mr. Hayes, <laughs> which is the class that I had in 11th grade that I failed. I went to summer school that year. I am looking at my card and seeing what else I need. I should probably have one more match. So, I am going to select with my next pick. I don't know. <laughs> the 
exact salvation he can come out to that cranberry sauce. No. Uh, <laughs> come on, man. Absolutely. Why don't you take Blue Demon Jr.? <laughs> There's got to be something here. I might take Bobby Dempsey, actually. No, not yet. <laughs> the major fuck you to Bobby Dempsey. <laughs> um. I, I, I'm going to take um, Mike Bennett with Brutal Bob. Oh, yeah, I saw both of them around there. Uh, I am going to take the Motor City Machine Guns. I am going to feel like a dummy because they were still out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you picked Skull Crusher or Rasky Brown <laughs> for the Motor City Machine Guns. <laughs> I had an idea. I, I mean, I, in fairness, I picked Mike Seidel before the Motor City Machine Guns. So, Picked the Metal Master. <laughs> also true. There's also a very major fuck you going on to Austin Aries on here, and I don't think any of us care. I am nope. here for it. I'm all about this. Anyone else, Chris? Uh, I think we like since there's so many names, it's definitely instead of you're not getting booked, it's like a fuck you. We're not booking you, you know. <laughs> and and because I I mean, you pick you pick that guy. Uh, God, there's there's not a lot left. Uh, Michael Van Payton, you know, Pee Wee, again, Bobby Dempsey, Raheem Ali, RJ City, Hornet, Nick Nemesis. Who the fuck is Nick Nemesis? What a stupid <laughs> name. Like, I don't care if now he's like Braun Strowman. Nick Nemesis is a stupid fucking name. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Uh, okay. There... <laughs> I'm going to be extremely selfish and not mention this name uh, because I wanted to draft him. I forgot, so I'm going to get him in the in the free agent run here. Chris, it's your turn. Oh, I'm picking Bison Smith. <laughs> I saw him way earlier. I was like, oh, I need to get Bison Smith. I'm going to take Sanjay. Okay. Wow, there's a lot of guys. Alex Kozlov's on there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I feel Jackson like I need a couple more people. I will take. I'm going to go ahead and take Sean Devari. There you go. <laughs> I like this. This is, this is a great pre-show match. Brett Gakayaya against <laughs> CJ Esperaza against Jason Light and Donovan Kane. Those, those are some great pre-show guys. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Yeah, I'm done. I, I, I can't do it anymore. Uh, and I'm not going to take Sammy Callahan. Uh, I'll only take Sammy Callahan when we draft. Uh, 2014 NXT, so he could be what was his name in NXT? Like Cyrus Solomon, the Virus, or Solomon Crow. Oh God! Did you just call him Cyrus the Virus? <laughs> yeah, but like the John Malkovich version, not the Don Callis version. <laughs> a hacker, uh, a hacker, because he hacked things. Because that was a thing. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, he is just a hack. That's my opinion. But he's not Hack Myers. No. Just a hack. Just a hack. Not, could, not hack. Hardcore Just a hack. Um, I am done. So, Dave, it's just you now. Right. Hmm. Who was it that, um, Matt, who was it that after we were done, just drafted for like, like at least another 15 <laughs> minutes after, like, just taking guy after guy after guy? Who the fuck do you think it was? <laughs> no, it wasn't Adam. It was, uh, no, it was, oh, it was Ed. Adam. Ed. No, it was Ed. 
Oh, Ed did keep going too. He's yeah. Like, yeah, I'm gonna take like 36 more guys. Right. <laughs> you know who did? You know who else did that? Wade. When we did 2010 CZ, uh, 2001 or oh, 2000 yeah, yeah. CCW. Was he? Okay, hold on. I I need to double check something. Uh, Matt, you'll time, when time did, stamp. <laughs> when this, did this Jake Manning line. become the Man Scout? He was he's the Man Scout at this point. Is he okay? Then I'm gonna take the Man Scout, Jake Manning. Twenty. Oh, I think left. I'm done. We we I don't think we took any women. And um, I did. Oh, you just started already. That's right. And Serena Deeb. Well, that's right. So I would just have nothing for Daisy Hayes. So. Gonna open the floor for trades. Here is who I have. Okay. I have the Briscoes with the tag titles. I have Eddie Kingston. I have the Necro Butcher. I have Cheech and Cloudy. Jerry Lynn. Homicide. Samoa Joe. The Bravados. Decker, if you're interested. Christopher Daniels. I have Pelly. I have Skull Crusher. Rashi Brown. <laughs> I have. Grizzly Redwood. I have commentary of Truth Martini and Bill Apter. <laughs> I have Leslie Butterscotch. I have the Super Smash Brothers. I have the House of Truth being Christian Abel and Josh Raymond. I have Mike Bennett with Brutal Bob, and I have Sanjay Dutt. Matt, I will trade you for the Briscoes of the Tag Belts for The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Damn it. What about The Undertaker and Jay Freddy? <laughs> As a tag team. As a, no, they could, be, they could be used together or separately. So I'm now imagining what I have the Briscoes in. Yeah. And putting that combination against <laughs> The Undertaker and Jay Freddy. <laughs> As tempting as that is. Uh, and I'll give you Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> you really want the Briscoes. Uh, I think I could, I could just give up Undertaker, Freddie, Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> um, no. Oh, okay. Well, that's all I got. <laughs> Would you, I'm, not, I'm Matt- not trading, I'm not trading Human Tornado or Adam Cole. Matt, would you be at all interested in an Eric Stevens for homicide trade? No, homicide is pretty. Um, okay, I was gonna say why I slap him in the face while you're at it. <laughs> Just throw it out there. I mean, I think not you to Eric Stevens, but no homicide. <laughs> Come on, it's true. It's true. I am looking at what other people have. Uh, Dave, what about Kyle O'Reilly for homicide? Dave doesn't have either of them. <laughs> like, wait, what? Oh, Matt has homicide. Oh, he has Eric Stevens. I don't want Eric Stevens. Right. I'm just picturing the mind fuck of that tag match if I were to have taken that deal. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make a uh, – um, what I will allow, Matt, is for you to uh, make an alternative of that match after your card and, and what you would have done with them. <laughs> Yes, I will definitely talk about that after my card. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait. Because uh, basically, you would just take out the Briscoes and put in The Undertaker and Jay Freddy. <laughs> and that would be the match. I, well, want, 
I want the Undertaker. I want an Undertaker fight version of Bob O'Reilly that Freddie used to come out to. Like, bong bong. I mean, Taker does take long enough to walk to the ring. That's fair. Or like a American badass Bob O'Reilly. So it'd be like, you know, instead instead of the dun dun dun, it would just be rolling, rolling, roll. Come on. What about you've done it now? You've gotta made a big mistake. Oh, is that Deadman walking? Yeah. Yeah, fuck that song. It's so stupid. <laughs> I don't think I have any any trades to make. I'm All looking right. here really quickly. Decker, I would trade you Christopher Daniels for Kenny Omega. No. no. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I grabbed Kenny and I was like, oh shit, I know I'm gonna do with him. All right. So we'll be back with our cards. I'm not taking anybody else. I don't know about you no, guys. I'm not, I'm not Okay, so we'll be right back here on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. Greetings, wrestling fans. My name is Peter DeLong. And if you're looking for quick, easily digestible nuggets of pro wrestling goodness in an episodic format, look no further than Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong on YouTube. Join me as I highlight different wrestlers or promotions worthy of your attention. Each episode features wrestlers, teams, and stables that deserve the spotlight, upcoming events in your local independent wrestling scene, or anything else interesting in the world of independent wrestling. Listen in as I run down the must-know info to get you familiar with our subject du jour, and then sit back and enjoy a related match featuring delectable custom commentary by yours truly, including some exclusive footage you won't be able to find anywhere else. Get your wrestling fix in bite-sized episodes with Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong. If you have personal footage, an upcoming event, or a product in general that could benefit from being featured on Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong, feel free to shoot me a message at PeterDeLongTalks at gmail.com, PeterDeLong on Facebook, or Twitter at DE underscore Talks. Greetings, folks. Do you like beer? Do you know who I am? Maybe not? My name's Kev also known as Irish Kev, and my dear friend Rick and myself actually really were supposed to have a cool promo for our beer review podcast known as the Hooligans of Hops, where Rick and myself take you through a drunken journey of all of the beers that we try on a scale 0.25 to 5 being the best. We talk about the best and worst beers we've had on the show. In between, you hear sports banter, some wrestling, and I don't know anything that happens when we get drunk. So check out our show on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, Buzzsprout, and anywhere you can get your podcast sources. We'll try not to get drunk next time and do something for you. But here's the promo. Thanks. It's the most successful independent wrestling promotion of this generation. It's the place where the stars of today made their name. Now get the inside story of Ring of Honor from those that lived it with an honorable mention. Join Ring of Honor alumni Shane Hagedorn and his co-host Jeff Schwartz as they break down a classic Ring of Honor event every Tuesday and get the -the behind-the-scenes scoop and inside stories that you won't hear anywhere else. An honorable mention available every Tuesday on your favorite podcast platform. For exclusive bonus content, plus early ad-free access to every show, check out patreon.com slash an honorable pod. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. 
Weekly episodes for the entire baseball family where we talk all baseball all the time. Available on all your favorite podcast apps and on YouTube. Come join our baseball family where we do baseball together. Hi, this is Anthony from the IWEP Network. We're a collection of weekly podcasts that vary in all different types of topics. We can be found on all social media, as well as any podcast or music app that you may use, as well as YouTube. We go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch every Friday and Sunday. Here's a lineup of our five shows that you may be interested in. Interviews with Everyday People. Interviews and conversations on a positive note and just getting to know each other. Everyone has a story. Bangin' Beers podcast, beer reviews, hanging out with some friends, and much more. Truth behind illusion. Are you into ghosts, monsters, conspiracy theories, and more? Then this show will be for you. Tornado Tag Podcast. Pro wrestling stories, news, and show reviews. We love supporting indie wrestling, so come check us out. Not Cool in High School Podcast. A pop culture show where we cover movies, television, comic books, and video games. A weekly topic. So come hang out with us. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on all social media, and we'll see you soon. The Nonther Sports Podcast is the home of sports talk for everyone. Every other week, you can catch David and Jason as they talk about all things sports. From current events to classic moments and everything in between, you can find the Nonlinear Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and more. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And we're back here on the HL on CKCC Radio. Matt, Chris, and the Jingle Meister hanging out with you on a Monday morning. And we have drafted from 2010 Ring of Honor. We have researched finishes. We have talked about a lot of nonsense. But it is time to present the cards. And as the guest, David Kincannon, you are up to present your 2010 Ring of Honor card. Okay. So, we are coming to you, uh, Mike Hogwood and Dave Prezak, welcome everybody to the Gateway Center in Collinsville, Illinois, for this very special HDNet back-to-school two-hour event. Free tickets have been provided for students from Collinsville Middle School, home of the Trailblazers. And the camera pans around to see what is probably the youngest average audience age in ROH history. With a lot of air air totally made up school. (laughs) No, no, it's actually not. It's not. Um, It's I actually grew up near there. So uh, and there are are a lot of El Generico signs in this crowd. We are kicking off with Mike Seidel versus Cedric Alexander. which goes about 415. It's a fast pace, high flying opener, grabs the kids attention. Um, They're up. They're all over the ring. Uh, for the finish, Alexander moves out of the way of a Seidel moonsault. However, Mike Seidel does land on his feet. Alexander kips up, hits a leg lariat that puts Seidel down for the one, two, three. Your winner is Cedric Alexander. After that, we get a segment where Mike Hogwood interviews Kevin Steen. Kevin Steen says that he is tired of hearing about El Generico. I'm tired of his face. I'm tired of his voice. I'm tired of his presence. If Generico is in Ring of Honor, I don't want to be. So I'm challenging El Generico to a loser leaves ROH match tonight. One of us is going to be out of here. Hogwood is flabbergasted by this turn of events. Generico comes out to a delayed cheer from the kids, but they start getting it. They start singing along with Ole, Ole, Ole. Hogwood asks El Generico if he accepts the challenge. And Generico throws his hands in the air and repeats, C, C, C. He's a bit ahead of his time. 
<laughs> At the commentary desk, Dave Prezik says, I, I don't know, I, I don't know what to do. Uh, we weren't scheduled to have this match between Steen and Generico, so we're going to have to scratch the next tag team match, which was supposed to be Dark City Fight Club versus Scorpio Sky and Scott Lost. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll bring that to you next week. <laughs> So you book them to tell them to fuck off. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Colt Cabana versus Orange Cassidy. Okay. Orange Cassidy comes out wearing a uh, St. Louis Rams patch, sloppily taped to his jean jacket. Collinsville, just across the the, the Mississippi River from St. Louis. Uh, Colt comes out wearing uh, kind of Cubs-ish gear. You can kind of tell he's from Chicago. Um, OC removes the Rams patch and produces a Cardinals patch from his back pocket and the crowd goes nuts because St. Louis and mm. love the Cardinals as he starts to tape the Cardinal patch to the back of his jacket uh, it, it won't, he can't get it to stick so he just shrugs and throws everything in the corner uh, they start with a lockup but Cassidy purposely misses the lockup and walks to the other side of the ring and just kind of shrugs he turns around and does the does the kicks to Colt Cabana, and uh, Colt Cabana is having none of that. He just kind of shoves Cassidy. Cassidy falls down, and Colt Cabana hits the Billy Goat's curse for the win to a oh. chorus of boos from the huh. children. <laughs> Weird. Uh, next, up, next up, we have Young Bucks. The Young Bucks versus the Motor City Machine Guns. If you've ever watched, uh, like, two years earlier, Impact, you've seen this match. The Young Bucks win an 8.30 with a double super kick to Chris Saban while Alex Shelley is on the outside. Generation me. That's right. Uh, next up, we have Serena Deeb versus Sarah Del Rey, the former siren of the Straight Edge Society. Gives the queen of wrestling a hard-fought contest, but uh, Death Ray is too much for Deeb to handle. Del Rey wins with the Royal Butterfly and slap the porpoise, Hogwood exclaims. <laughs> wouldn't be an HDNet show if he didn't. Next up, we have the American Wolves facing off with the impromptu team of Rocky Romero and Sean Davari. And they win in three minutes and 45, the American Wolves win in three minutes and 45 seconds with force of nature. After that, the Wolves are interviewed by Dave Prezak. They run down every other tag team in ROH. The Briscoes, they're nothing. The Kings of Wrestling, more like, they're, they're barons at best. Haas and Benjamin aren't the world's greatest tag team. The American Wolves are. However, they are interrupted by the music of the Hart Dynasty. Okay. The WWE World Tag Team Champions. David Hart Smith, Tyson Kidd with Natty Neidhart. Natty has a microphone and she points to the titles and says, all of this gold right here says that the Hart Dynasty is the greatest tag team in the world. David Art Smith says, yes, we are the world WWE World Tag Team Champions. We're the best. Davey Richards says, he doesn't see any gold. He just sees some scrap copper. But if you want to <laughs> fight, we can fight. Hard Dynasty rushes the ring, and they, uh, they brawl all around the Gateway Center and end up in the back. Next up, we have Tyler Black, the ROH World Champion, versus Eric Stevens with Prince Nana. And this is a uh, this is a barn burner right here for Eric Stevens. He uh, he gets a little help from Prince Nana to get the advantage on Eric Steven and he, Eric St or on Tyler Black, 
and he is just hitting Black with everything he's got. Just stiff strikes, stiff kicks, suplexes, everything. And uh, after about three to four minutes of just beating the snot out of Tyler Black, Nana comes into the ring, and he and Stevens begin to prematurely celebrate. Now, of course, this allows Tyler Black to regain his senses. Stevens goes to stop Black in the corner, but Black grabs Stevens' foot and pushes him back into Prince Nana. He heats up, and he's hitting Stevens with everything he has. And he finishes with the Avada Kedavra superkick to retain his ROH title to surprising cheers by the audience. And finally, we have our main event. Kevin Steen versus El Generico in a loser leaves Ring of Honor match. Steen and Generico, they just, they start out just hot. They are brawling. Steen throws Generico out of the ring at one point and they are just, they're beating each other up all over the Gateway Center. They're throwing each other into guardrails. They're slamming each other on, on steps and ramming each other into, into railings. The kids are all in on El Generico and they are just, they're cheering for their hero. Steen looks, you know, he looks around, he can't quite, he's, he doesn't know what to do, but he's, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna take it out on Generico anyway. About 15 minutes into the match, you know, they're, they're just brawling back and forth. There are some big spots, but 15 minutes in, Steen has the upper hand and he, uh, he hits the package pile driver. One, two, Generico gets his arm, gets his elbow up. He survives, starts to make a comeback. However, his comeback is cut off. As the American Wolves and the Hart Dynasty come back out and they are still fighting. Mm. They end up fighting their way to the ring. And Generico and Steen are just kind of like staring at them. They're just staring at this brawl. The referee has no choice but to throw the match out. It's a no contest. Steen freaks. He starts hitting anyone who comes near him. He's hitting Edwards. He's hitting Richards. He hits Kid. He hits David Hart Smith. At one point, he almost hits Natty who has come from the back to try and help break things up. It is madness. It ends with Eddie Edwards and Tyson Kidd fighting in the ring. Steen grabs grabs Richards, gives him a package pile driver. Generico gives Tyson Kidd a brain buster, while Eddie Edwards and Davey Boy Jr. brawl themselves out of the arena. Out of the arena. Afterward, Generico holds his hand out to Steen, and Steen just stares at him. And he has no idea what to do. And unfortunately, Mike Hogwood says, we are out of time. We will see you next week on ROH on HDNet. Oh, man. <laughs> or bait and switch. That was good. Thanks. These fans wanted a finish, god damn it. <laughs> I'm sure they got a little something after the cameras went off. So, yeah, Probably. that's my show. <laughs> All right. Really well. Thanks. All right. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> Are you ready? So it's uh, Glory by Honor, probably a 10 in 2010, probably be? Sure. Started in yeah, okay. And they're from the Staples Center, LA. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a big card. Come out, start the show. Lo and behold, first people that you see coming out the, the gate, start the show, are the world's greatest tag team. And oh my God, the world's greatest tag team, they were... They were, this is the advertised uh, big stars for this show that was going to come here. But wouldn't you know it, they brought their friend, uh, The Undertaker. And <laughs> and they're coming out to the rig together, all three of them. Undertaker's got a big-ass coat on, but he's got, like, do-rag. He didn't bring the bike. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, 
the world's greatest tag team gets in the ring with Take out in the corner. He's just hanging out. And uh, he's like, you know, we came to your ring of honor because tag team wrestling is dead everywhere else. And we want uh, we want to take on, uh, you know, the, uh, the the best tag team wrestling tonight. And I know that the, the advertised main event was going to be the Kings of Wrestling taking on the All Night Express in a uh, – in a steel cage match tonight, but we want to, uh, we want to throw our name in the ring. We want to take on these guys because we want to show that we're the best. And, uh, Kings Wrestling come out and they're like, you think you're better than me? And, uh, well, Grace, <laughs> that almost said it's <laughs> Um, and, uh, well, Grace, thank- <laughs> we're doing this by video for the first time. In a while. And, uh, so, that's what the Kings of Wrestling say. Well, Chris Hero says that because Claudia wouldn't, <laughs> no. he wouldn't have the accent for that. So, uh, and the world's greatest acting, like, yeah, I think we are. And then the All Night Express, their music hits. Well, where are they? They're out in the crowd in the Staples Center amongst the people. And, um, Rhett Titus is like, I got no problem. It'll be a little weird. Three person cage match, but whatever. We're down to fuck. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so to confirm <laughs> now they're not wrestling in the cage <laughs> no see that's just a euphemism Matt <laughs> it's grammar I think that's how that works <laughs> uh, <laughs> Matt wouldn't sell the other day when I had on the our group text that I said poor pronouns instead of proper nouns <laughs> and I thought it was so funny, and he's like, "This will not stand." <laughs> so anyway, all night express are like, "Let's go!" Got the balls, uh, Kings of Wrestling, and Claudio's like, "Yeah, we've got the balls," you know. And um, <laughs> that was a bad, bad. This is our own impression. Um, hey. So in a cage, it's gonna be three tag teams there. They're still figuring out who's gonna how how to win this match. Um, probably just like pinball or whatever. And then, uh, you know, they're all getting ready to leave, but the Undertaker stays in the ring. The Undertaker goes, "This is my yard," and he means uh, figuratively because this is Ring of Honor. So he's like, "You know, the ring, it's my yard, and I want to, uh, and I, and I, I'm here in Ring of Honor to take on the best." Uh, while I'm taking my vacation from WWE, so and I, I have the Royal Rumble coming up in about ten months, so I want to get ready. <laughs> so, uh, music hits, and uh, out comes Kenny Omega, and uh, and Kenny Omega stops by the uh, the announce desk where Hall of Famer, the Destroyer, Dick Byer, and Jim Cornette are sitting, and Kenny goes to Jim Cornette, he's like. Jim, uh, I want to take on this, this guy, this, this dead dude. Can you do a young, a young lion a favor? Can you accompany me to the ring tonight? I think we'll be in Sapatico. And, uh, Jim's like, sure, Ken, let's, uh, let's go, let, let, let's go, leaving Dick Byer alone. Uh, at the announce desk is Jim Cornette accompanies Kenny Omega to take on The Undertaker. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Can I, can, I, can I clarify? <laughs> Cor- sure. Jim Cornette is managing Kenny Omega? Correct. 
Okay. Just want to make sure I have that right. Against the Undertaker at the Staples Center. Um, okay. So Dick Byers left there all alone. He's like, well, I'm, I'm old, so this is going to be tough. When suddenly, uh, here's a young voice, and it's one Colbert Carino. <laughs> Colbert. <laughs> and he goes, hi, Mr. Byer. That is Colby. And he goes, hi, Colbert. And he goes, you know, my father's a great wrestler. You know him, Steve Carino? And Dick Byer's like, yeah, he's a, he's a charming young lad. And he goes, you know, I'm the son of him. And uh, he's like, I can tell you're like 14 years old. And he goes, I've been I've been doing things with wrestling for years, and I would be honored if I could do commentary at the Staples Center with you uh, for the rest of the show. And Dick Byer says, sure, son. Come on, you can tell me all these new fangled words. <laughs> and so on commentary, we have Colby Carino and Dick Byer as The Undertaker and Kenny Omega take on each other. With Jim Cornette by his side, and uh, bell rings, and The Undertaker is uh, getting into anime mode. So he puts his gloves on, and then Kenny squared up. But The Undertaker is like six foot eleven, and Kenny's like five. Uh, and they, um, <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't know, I told Kenny Omega, he might be like six foot one. Who knows? You know. Uh, and this is younger Kenny Omega, so I mean, you got to got to realize he's 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 trying to he's trying to do his best here against this legend, you know, and. Um, so Kenny saw the match against uh that he had against uh Shawn Michaels. So he's trying to do like the super kick and like the teardrop suplex, whatever Shawn Michaels did. He's like, he almost beat him with those moves, so I'm gonna use those moves to do it. And then he's like he go he he takes a powder to the outside, he goes to Jim, he goes, I got this move. Uh I take my knee and I run it as dome. <laughs> and and Jim's like, well, what move's that called, son? He goes, It's called a V trigger. And he's like, Well, goddamn. Go do it. So he goes in, and he goes to give the Undertaker a V trigger, and uh, the Undertaker uh, gets hit with it. And uh, yeah, uh, Kenny thinks uh, he's 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 won, so he goes and he goes to his feet, and the Undertaker catches him in the Golgoplata, the the Hell's Gate. And Jim Cornette's like, no. So he takes his tennis racket, and he throws it at Undertaker's head, and uh, it snaps in half, and the bell rings and. And uh, the Undertaker sees that Jim Cornette has done some dastardly deed. So he goes to the outside and uh, he he lifts Jim Cornette up as high as he can. And he drops him on the, the on the, the pavement. He breaks his back. And um, they call the, you know, the ambulance. And uh, Jim Cornette is like, fuck you, Kenny Omega. I should have never listened to you. No, my back is broken. Fuck you. <laughs> Kenny Omega is like, oh, what have I done? Shit, and he goes to the back, and uh, then the next match. That's what we call an origin story. (laughs) (laughs) That's correct. (laughs) So the next match is um, Shane Hagedorn taking on Bison Smith. (laughs) Uh, So you got these two, you know, guys, and they're they're both mean guys, and uh, you know, Bison Smith is a certifiable legend, and Shane Hagedorn is. Uh, yeah, friends of Matt Turner, and um, <laughs> and um, they're, they're having themselves uh, a big clubber in match, and um, you know, uh, uh, they're they're in the middle, they're doing a test of strength, uh, and um, wouldn't you know it, Shane gets the shoulders down of Bison Smith, and holy shit, he won with a Grecan Roman knuckle lock, and uh, there's nothing Bison could do. Uh, Shane Hagedorn strengthened his his hands weighed down Bison Smith. 
and beat him. And Bison Smith's like pissed off. He's like, I don't want to be embarrassed on the West Coast at the Staples Center. So he gives a he gives Hagnor a lariat afterwards and knocks him out, and everybody's happy. Bison Smith going home. So come back up the ramp, and Colby Carino is laughing at Shane Hagnor. He's like, ha, fucker, you just got well, you won, but you got lariated. <laughs> and Shane Hagnor's like, hey kid, I oughta. You know, sock you, and Dick Byers comes and punches Shane Hagner right in the nose. <laughs> and Shane's like, oh, shit, and he has to go to the back. But he just got punched in the face by Dick Byers. So that's kind of cool. Uh, so our next match before the um, intermission is uh, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly versus Jay Freddy versus the Human Tornado. <laughs> okay. Four way. In a four-way party match, you know, they're all just having a good time. And, you know, Adam Cole's like 20, <laughs> fresh off of uh, the training of one uh, Dylan James Hyde. And uh, <laughs> and, um, and Kyle O'Reilly's a youngin. And Human Tornado's been around for a little bit. And Jay Freddy's, you know, just had his match against Brian Danielson at 2CW, I think. <laughs> that was like right around this time. It was. Um, yeah. Has Adam Cole killed Allentown yet? I think this is directly after he killed Allentown. Okay. Maybe that's where the boom came from. He's like, fuck, I blew up Allentown. Boom, baby. <laughs> It'd be like if JBL teamed with Edge. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. It'd be like if JBL teamed with King Kong Bundy. <laughs> These certainly are not things that DJ Hyde once said to Adam Cole. <laughs> then later, later said he could be, and I quote, a fucking underwear model to the entire <laughs> WXW locker room. So, Human Tornado does like a, a hurricane run off of like the stage onto Kyle O'Reilly and uh, Jay Freddy and Adam Cole are just fighting on the outside, and Human Tornado drags Kyle O'Reilly back in the ring and pins him. Into the ring. Match is finished. So, we're on intermission. We come back, and uh, we're having ourselves a uh, uh, international destroyer match between Chad Collier, Petey Williams, and Roddy Strong. Chad Collier's English, right? I don't think so. <laughs> Who am I thinking of? Maybe Doug Williams, maybe? Yeah, Doug know. Williams is definitely Doug English. Definitely, definitely English. All I'm right, pretty for, sure Chad Collier is from the very not English, like, Ohio? Well, Ohio's for killers, so I don't, I don't, uh, I don't recognize that in, our, in this United States. Uh, another, <laughs> another shout out to uh, Ed Cody there, fuck Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> the, the critically acknowledged Ohio. <laughs> so the point of this match is, um, is uh, ROH Brass is getting tired of people doing uh, the Destroyer. Uh, because they looked into the future 11 years, and now it's like a transition move, and fucking, like, Bully Ray does it or something. I don't know. So, some big guy does it. Like, remember Trevor Murdoch used to do it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was the worst one. So whoever can hit the the destroyer first uh, wins. And so all these guys are doing all these sunset flips, and it's it's getting there. They're, they're working it until finally... Petey Williams says, enough of this. This was my move. I created it. And fuck you guys. I'm walking out. 
And uh, Pete Williams is just got, had enough this tomfoolery. He's going to go back to Impact. And uh, as he's walking out of the ring, Chad Collier jumps off the top rope and gives him a Chad Collier destroyer and um, wins the match. Well, that was a choice. <laughs> that was me saying, I have an odd number of guys here. <laughs> uh, so in the semi-main, Delirious is taking on Steve Carino. And Colby is so excited that his dad's wrestling. And uh, Dick Fire goes to Colby and he's like, hey, son, you think you'll ever be as good as your dad one day? Colby goes, no. And Dick's like, well, I'll train you. And then you could be you could be better than him one day. And uh, we don't ever find out what happens because um, we only do one show here on the uh, the A show. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so Colby's there and he's uh, watching his dad work delirious. And uh, Steve Carino and delirious happen to have a um, you know they they try to have an old school match because I see Dick Byers there with his son stuff like that. Uh, uh, and Dick Byers goes, uh, "Hey, that delirious guy can't uh, can't understand him." And Colby goes, "Yeah, I know." And he's like, can you imagine having a match with a guy you can't understand? And uh, Kobe's like, yeah, that must be tough. So the match goes on, and uh, uh, Delirious wins with the Shadows Fall. And that's it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So main event, Kings Wrestling All Night Express, World's Greatest Tag Team, in the – they're they're having a cage match. And – we find out the purpose is both members have to escape the cage. So they're all three of them. They're all they're all beating each other and they're doing all their their moves like Shelton's hitting his uh his flatliner and uh uh you know uh Claudio's hitting his uh recall bomb and all that and uh and then the Undertaker comes out again and it's like, Oh my god, what's he doing? And uh the Undertaker starts climbing the cage and Kenny King's like, what are you doing, man? So he climbs the cage with an Undertaker. Oh my god, he throws Kenny Cage off the raid, off the, off the, uh, off the, out of the, out of the cage. You know, cause he did that to Mick Fuller the one time. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, so, so then Kenny Omega's like, fuck, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my redemption for, uh, for, for Jim Cornette getting killed. So he goes out and he, uh, he climbs up the cage while these other guys are fighting and he goes and, uh, he tries to light the Undertaker on fire, you know, because <laughs> what? Well, Kane, remember? Uh, and then, oh my God, the Undertaker throws Kenny Omega off the cage, <laughs> and uh, the Undertaker's job is done. And uh, and then uh, the Kings Wrestling uh, they get out of the cage after uh, laying everybody out with their moves, and um, that's the show. Press conference. <laughs> <laughs> what what does the Undertaker have against people named Kenny? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, that's what he, they used to call Kane. They used to call him Kaney. And uh, <laughs> I think you just broke him. I think you just broke Dave's. <laughs> that was, that's the answer. Kaney, Kaney Taker. So, oh my god! He just killed Kenny. Kaney. <laughs> <laughs> now he's broken. So press conference. Yeah. <laughs> Are you actively trying to break the show worse than Adam? <laughs> no. No, because everything is good. I'm just like... Everything's good? <laughs> yeah, that Jay Freddy match with Human Tornado, that was great. 
Shane Hagedorn getting punched by Dick Byer? I mean, you could not tell me that Shane Hagedorn would be super happy if, um, you know, Dick Byer, God rest his soul, uh, was still alive and get punched in the face by him. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure he'd really enjoy that. Sure. Yeah. Chad Collier winning a, winning a destroyer match though. Was, was he like fat or something? Well, no, it's just, <laughs> you know, my, my favorite part I, of this is that Decker has no idea who he even booked. <laughs> no, I know all these guys. I have I could not pick Chad Collier out of a lineup. He's like, did I book a fat British guy? And he's like, <laughs> no, no, I don't there's think so. a guy. But there's a guy with a name kind of like Chad Collier from like early like a five Ring of Honor. I keep thinking it's him, and it definitely ain't. It's not Michael Shane. <laughs> Oh, we've been over that already. Yeah. So I guess I have to follow that up. <laughs> hey, you've won an episode, pal. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's happening here. <laughs> so Ring of Honor tonight is at the uh, new Alhambra Arena. It's not a TV taping. It's just a, like a super card kind of deal being broadcast on the defunct sports channel Philadelphia. Uh, your show is hosted by Truth Martini and Bill Apter. <laughs> he should have started alone in Bill Apter. <laughs> um, so they start off much like Joey Styles would start episodes of ECW TV, standing at the end of the entranceway. And they are hyping up this card. And while they're hyping it up, here comes... Leslie Butterscotch. And Leslie's like, excuse me, fine gentlemen. I would also like to do commentary. And Bill Apter's like, well, sure. And he mumbles a bunch. <laughs> and Truth Martini is like, absolutely not. And Leslie Butterscotch says, but your guys are in the next match. <laughs> so Truth Martini's like, well, you're right. And he just leaves. So your commentary team is now Leslie Butterscotch and Bill Apter. (laughs) I'm glad I only heard the end of that. So we open with a four-way tag team contest. Truth Martini now coming out to the ring with his House of Truth, Christian Abel and Josh Raymond. As now Truth Martini is free to manage his tag team because Leslie Butterscotch has relieved him on commentary. Their opponents in this four-way match are Cheech and Cloudy, the Bravados, and the Super Smash Brothers. Oh, that's a good four-way tag. So this is everything that you'd expect a standard 2010 four-way tag to be. It's fast-paced. There's kind of loose Lucha Rule tags, but not really... Todd Sinclair just kind of throws his hands up and says, yeah, whatever. (laughs) And uh, in the end, Josh Raymond takes the pin after being hit with partly Cloudy with a chance of Cheech, which, according to the text I got back from Cloudy a little bit earlier, was a Cloudy doing a 619 and Cheech dropkicking the guy in the back at the same time. Oh, man, That's, that's fucking brutal. So we move on to match number two. Pelly Primo, Grizz- Grizzly Redwood both make their way to the ring, both second-class graduates of the Ring of Honor Training School. And they are about two minutes into their match, just running some chain, 
when Skull Crusher Rashki Brown hits the ring and just beats them both up. Todd Sinclair, the only referee on the show, throws it out. <laughs> and Pelly and Grizzly are pissed. <laughs> They're like, you know what, Skull Crusher? We challenge you, even though we were just wrestling. <laughs> we challenge you to a handicap match. And Skull Crusher's like, sure, fuck it. So, Pelly and Grizzly hit some double teams, but Skull Crusher is much larger than both of them. And he wins with the his finisher that I could not find on the internet. <laughs> and he tried. He tried. I tried for several minutes. So, after that, we move along to um, to change pace a little bit with... Jerry Lynn going one-on-one with the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. Nice. This match is just really solid. I don't really have to put this over too much. Uh, Jerry Lynn goes for the cradle pile driver to finish. Daniels fights out and picks up the win with the best moonsault ever. Has Jerry Lynn and Kevin Steen ever had a match, like a pile driver match? I don't know. I feel like that was a missed opportunity. I mean, It definitely was. I mean, it's very silly, but... So now, match number five, again, changing gears, for the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles, uh, the Briscoes are defending against Eddie Kingston and Homicide. What could have been? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, been? just as a point of reference, had I accepted Decker's trade, this would have been <laughs> The Undertaker and Jay Freddy <laughs> <laughs> against Eddie Kingston and Homicide. Now, the next one, now we need to get Jay Freddy on. Uh, you know, I talked to him about it when I last saw him at Excite. I'm sure he would do it. Be like, your main name was ben- mentioned a lot <laughs> on this show. You could have tagged with The Undertaker. So this is just the four of them beating the fuck out of each other. Much like you'd expect for 15 minutes. And in the end, Kingston goes for the backfist to the future. Jay Briscoe ducks and catches him with the Jay Driller one, two, three. We go to our semi-main to cool things down a little bit as Mike Bennett with Brutal Bob Evans takes on Sanjay Dutt. And this is a very simple match with not much to it. The finish is Dutt goes to to suplex Bennett back into the ring hard way, and they do the Rude Warrior finish with Brutal Bob holding Sanjay's feet for Mike Bennett to get the pin. One, two, three. Uh, I very want to quickly just say... You talked about the Rude Warrior finish, and I was going to be like, Matt, it's Road Warrior, before I realized, no, 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 you were not talking about you needed MASH or, or, or Hawk or Animal. Or Axe. Or, 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 or Kevin Nash. Or whoever else you were going to say. <laughs> I'm like, Rude Warrior? I'm like, why do you fucking pronounce Road like Rude? And so I'm like, oh, oh. So at this point, we're getting ready to go to our main event, and the lights go out. Oh, no. Because this is a lights-out fight without honor. Mmm. And as you, as you may have heard, this show is at the ECW Arena. And five years earlier, there was quite the main event in the summer of 2005 in the ECW Arena. Mm. As Samoa Joe took on the Necro Butcher. Oh, my God! Oh, wow. In the greatest spectacle in wrestling history. How did I not see this coming? <laughs> And Ring of Honor decides to run it back. My God. And 
this is just as crazy as the first one. I was hoping you're going to be like, someone wasn't as good. <laughs> <laughs> and the Necro Butcher, he has vowed that this time he's going to knock Samoa Joe out. Back in 2005, Samoa Joe knocked out the Necro Butcher, but this time Necro swears he's going to knock Joe out. But he doesn't, and Joe wins by knockout again. Yeah! <laughs> Good. And that ends this random supercard at the ECW Arena. That was a great surprise. Pretty good. Yeah, that was, wow. Um, yeah, once I realized, like, wait a minute, 2010, I could draft Samoa Joe. I'm doing this. Oh, man. You, that's what you call playing 4D chess, my friend. Yes. That's good. That's... <laughs> So now that you've heard the cards, you can go to at the A show on CKCC on Twitter. Uh, as we've been recording, it's currently Thursday night. And you may see a tweet right now that says fr- from David Kim Cannon that says, apparently anything can happen in 2010 Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on now. There's a response just now came to the said, looking forward to seeing what exactly. Not look forwarding, like David said earlier right, yes, today yes. on Twitter. Um, by the way, anybody that's just started listening to the show, <laughs> number one, I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> number two, thanks. <laughs> like, this is like, we were doing all these shows for a while, and it was just like us and Matt, and we were, we were having our fun. But now, like, other people listen, and that's pretty dope. Yeah. Like I said the other day, we want to thank everyone in the podcasting community. We thank uh, Chris O'Mealy, who yeah. is in charge of us here at CKCC Radio, for having us on board. And you can check out the shows on CKCCRadio.com to see what we have on the network overall. Uh, the set talks has been put on hiatus until I'm not depressed when I record it anymore. <laughs> I started doing it, and I was like, every time I record this, I get depressed. <laughs> Maybe it's because of me talking to myself all alone. I don't know. Last week on By the Numbers, I had the stepdads, and there are four matches that I've refed with them, but the show was still an hour and ten minutes long. How how much did Wade bury me? Um, You know, we kept it simple. We only talked about you leaving him for dead under a broken table for 90 seconds or so. Okay, that's not too bad. Um, and this Friday night in Berwick, Pennsylvania, at True Wrestling Supercard 1, you can see the stepdads take on Unbreakable Andy and Aaron Arbo in tag team action. That's going to be freaking cool, man. Plus, Sage Matthews will defend the True Wrestling title against Fandango, and Tony Depp and Matt Seidel go one-on-one as well. Oh, man. That's freaking... Uh... By the way, uh, congrats to uh, Depp and... Uh, the announcement of he's having a baby girl. Yep. As yes. as, as as both fathers. Um, and Dave, are you a, are you a girl dad? Uh, I do. I'm my middle child is a girl. Oh, isn't the best? Yes. I just got the video of Rosie doing her dance her dance club her junior dance club routine. I uh, can't wait. So being a girl dad means that sometimes you get weird phone calls. <laughs> Yesterday. I'm just sitting at home after work, minding my business, and my phone rings, and it's Decker. That's me. I'm like, huh, that's weird. Why is Decker calling me? Because his daughter texted him to say that my daughter has a boyfriend on Roblox. Oh, man. <laughs> it was, a, it was a, Hold on. 
I, you can, since we're on the, the thing now, you can see, I'll show you. It just says, got it on. I, this, this could be, this is terrible radio, but I, again, <laughs> I don't care. Uh, uh, let's see. Okay. I got to press this. All right. Can you see where it says, it says, <laughs> dad, go. Avery has a boyfriend on Roblox. <laughs> um, I'm going to pretend that that's not super blurry and say, yes, I can see that. Yes. There's at least 15 exclamation points. So that so that's being a girl dad. We both have seven year olds. Yeah. Mm, yes, mine is twenty. So ah. well, well, she'll be twenty in about a month, month and a half. Okay. So you have your own show. We talked about it previously. Why don't you put that over a little bit? Absolutely. Uh, I am on the soon to be named network. I do a show called Hit My Music, uh, HitMyMusicPod.com. Where I talk to wrestlers and uh, who knows, maybe I'll expand into wrestling personalities. But for now, it's wrestlers talking to them about music, their journeys, how they, you know, what music they grew up listening to, um, and how that sort of integrates with wrestling. Uh, talking about entrance themes, talking about the themes that they use, talking about their favorite entrance themes. Uh, as I said earlier, uh, the day we're recording, episode three just came out featuring Travis Huckabee. Previous guests have been Dan Champion and The Boar. Um, there's a bunch of great ones to come, and, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing who else wants to take this journey with me. So go ahead and check it out. It comes out every other Thursday at uh, at hitmymusicpod.com. You can follow the Twitter at hitmymusicpod. You can follow me at dwkii. Uh, on Twitter and uh yeah, thanks so much for having me on. This was this was a blast. Decker is very quietly playing his guitar in the background. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a, it's a music thing, so I want to give him like a blues little deal. Yeah. Could not hear a single bit of it. Oh really? Yeah, now we can. The boom, baby. <laughs> And that is part of the soon to be named network, part of that group that we talk about that has really been accepting and welcoming into the podcast community. Uh, they're at soon to be named network.com or soon to be named network.tumblr.com for all of their shows. And like we said, ckccradio.com. Check out all the shows on the network. Next week, by the numbers, we'll be back by don't know with who. Oh man. Uh, you should do one with – you've done one with Cloudy. No, Here's the thing. I asked Cloudy, and he goes, yeah, I don't remember stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's also, that's also the gimmick, too. Um, Yeah, the gimmick, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that him turned up to 11? <laughs> uh, maybe I'll hit up Sean Carr and see what he's up to. Or, there you go. Or I'll, I'll hit up the Cashmasters. Hey, there you go. Have you ever wrapped a match for Leslie Butterscotch? Technically, no. Okay. And I've certainly never been on a game show with him either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you, and you guys are burying me being like, who is Leslie Butterscotch? And that's like, I was once on a game show. <laughs> <laughs> and Jerry had Sideshow Bob hair. Speaking of Jerry... If you go to independentwrestling.tv, use the code word DRAFT, D-R-A-F-T. Five free days doesn't exist anymore. But it lets jerry.tv know that you got the code from the A-show. <laughs> it'll, it'll buy us wings. 
we'll, we'll just have a few snip stamp to be able to uh, redeem the wings. Wouldn't it be so much better if like they're like, oh, you use your use our code, and then the guy who gave us the code buys us wings. <laughs> like people be like, oh, that's that's a cool thing. <laughs> this could be with the price of wings these days. That could be a very costly proposition for Jerry. Listen, it could be the wing shortage is real. Um. Also, other friends' podcasts to check out. You can check out Pod Van Dam. You can check out the Not Another Sports Show podcast with Jason and David. Jason has a new podcast called the Punk Popcast. What great name. And uh, that comes out bi-weekly. Check out the Hooligans of Hops with Irish Kev and Rick. And all the other shows that we talked about earlier or you heard commercials for. Two weeks from today, here on the A-Show, we have got a treat for you. My arch rival. Ah, he is your arch rival. In all of wrestling history. Former GSW heavyweight champion, current co-host of the Brain Wreck Show on YouTube, Kevin the Man Graham. Oh, man. What was the, what was the submission he put you in again? Was it like that million dollar dream? It was, and then he threw a shoe at me. Oh, what a dick. What kind of shoe? Um, one that hurt. Oh, I was going to say, it was definitely a nice shoe. I know that. I, By the way, I, remember, I, was, I, I stepped in gum today, and uh, for about half the day, I was walking around going like, why am I still sticky? And I looked at it was gum in my shoe. Hmm. Uh, I just remember laying there in the middle of the GSW arena in Old Forge going, did he just hit me with his shoe? <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? Who throws a shoe? And I get to the back, and Kevin's like, I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we just both bust out laughing. Uh, so Kevin has not yet picked what he wants to draft. Oh, my God. That might be uh, that might be a fun gimmick to do where the guy's like, I don't know, and we figure it out on the show. And have no prep time at all. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. That, ooh you know what? We're going to do that. Uh, that. That needs to be the finals. I, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say that. That seems like it could be a replacement for the reverse draft from last year. <laughs> Spin the wheel, make the deal. Oh, that reverse draft was so much fun. It was. It was, it was a good one. George, listen. because George was, like, trying to be nice. Joe <laughs> went for the throat. <laughs> and that's why it's now bag. the Joe Sposto Drafter Weight Championship yep. is what you get. When you win the tournament of champions, in order to change the name of it, you got you got to beat Sposto. And since Sposto has apparently retired, you will never beat Sposto. Oh right? man, that's oh, that's right. I do remember you telling me that. So we'll be back in two weeks on this show with Kevin the Man Graham coming to us from uh, Texas. In Texas now, where he now resides, which is pretty far from Syracuse, where he used to live. Yeah. Also, Chris, you have a show coming up. No, wait, no, you don't, because you live in South Carolina now. Yes, I do. <laughs> so, friend of the podcast, George Gatton. Yeah. Is making his return. You know, that would have been so much nicer if it would have been the, 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 George, the, the George Gatton drafter weight title. And, uh,. George is returning in the uh, international food fight at Interspecies Wrestling's yeah, nice 1 stuff. billion blocks. I can't believe it's here already. 
That's October 23rd at the H2O Center in Williamstown, New Jersey. The Water Center. Also, um, if you are not around for true wrestling this coming Friday night, you can also check out IWTV Untitled at the H2O Center, also broadcast live on IWTV, as Wheeler Yuta defends the Independent Wrestling Championship against Alex Shelley. Oh, that'll be awesome. Yep. That's going to be good stuff. I think that's it. Yeah, Jinglemeister. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. It was a blast. Thank you, Dave. So, until next time, my name is Matt. And I'm Chris. And we will see you. Take care, guys. (laughs) 